There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, going to get to Dave Roberts coming up in a couple of seconds, but, you know, we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo a few minutes ago, and look, Garoppolo is going to lose his job at some point. He's just not good. Uh, what we said boils down to that. My concern level for Jordan Love right now is about at a 9 on a scale of 1 to 10. He had two great weeks to start the season. And when you look back now with having some hindsight, boy, week one was against the Bears and their defense is terrible. But you have seen in the last three weeks, he has just fallen off a cliff. And maybe it's... The NFL only needed a couple of games of tape on him to shut him down, but he is not dynamic. He's not moving the team downfield. He's making bad decisions, and the the Packers' offense is struck is stuck in neutral. Uh, when you don't have a great quarterback, you have to be really good everywhere else. And the Packers are trying to build the team that way, and they thought they had that team. They said, we have two really good running backs and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. No, you don't. Aaron Jones can't stay on the field. A.J. Dillon is not very good. Uh, We have the receivers now. We're pretty deep. Yes, but none of them scare anybody, and good luck. Uh, The defense. Well, our defense is not quite what we thought it was going to be, what we expected it to be. And this is where you pull back the curtain and go, yeah, Maybe Aaron Rodgers gets a little bit more credit for covering up the ills that the Packers had. Packers thought we're locked and loaded and ready to go, and certainly the first two weeks it looks that way. But Jordan Love does not look comfortable. He doesn't look like he's he's making the right reads. He's forcing the ball. This is all 
the hallmarks of a quarterback that feels a little lost right now. And the, it's not that he's a rookie and he's, he's been in the league now four years. And I get it's his first time that he's getting to play, but this is three weeks of he looks really stuck. And my concern level for him, because he's basically in a one-year prove-it-or-not or deal, is about at a nine. All right, it, it, it was I was I was okay with what he was doing the first couple of weeks because he's not going to win a passing championship. He's not going to be someone that throws forty touchdowns. He's going to be someone that throws the ball twenty five to thirty times a game and makes plays with his legs and 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 wins games. That's going to be Jordan Love. That is not who he's been in all the last three weeks, and he has been shut down. And the Packers' offense has been shut down the last three games. And I don't know how that changes because Love is kind of a limited quarterback. He's not suddenly going to, oh, I got it now, and I'm going to throw us to victory. It's, hey, I can get it done as long as the running game is okay, as long as the receivers can get separation, as long as the team. You need a lot for Jordan Love to – so it's not just suddenly, hey, he'll flip the switch, he'll hit it. No, this is kind of the guy that he is. He hit the ground running with this is who I am. And three weeks in a row now that he's been shut down like this, and and look, it's not like a couple of defenses were great. Uh, Yeah, my concern level for him is about a nine. Yeah, we go back to you know breaking down the the Packers and – and you, because someone's got to be the contrarian, right? It was so much an abundance of Lions love that I just couldn't have it. So I thought the Packers, as constructed, defense playing better, the run game, Jones and Dylan would be uh, the base. And we haven't seen Jones on the field a bunch. And Dylan, up until tonight, had been if ineffective. The offensive line issues, you know, the play of the night for me, is the offensively of how they should be operating is also the one that's drawing such controversy. Last hour in his update, uh, Steve brought up something that I, I had written in my notes for us to discuss, like the big play where Love got out of the pocket and he finds the wide-open Christian Watson, right? Beautiful play, good interior pass rush. So what's he do? Just starts to scoot out to the edge, and he's got a wide open Watson. Watson starts to run towards the end zone, eventually gets horse collared at the six. Stopping the touchdown, mm-hmm. they end up settling your field goal, and now you have the whole debate uh, of you know what should have been called, should he have been awarded the end zone, all those other things. That's a discussion for another time, except for the question of who's paying the fine. Is that going to get crowdfunded or some uh, benefactor in uh, Las Vegas going to take up for Marcus Peters? But the the throw Love made there is the offense that I would envision you'd say, okay, this is how we get it open. We have to scheme it open by using his legs because he can move. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And last week against the Lions, would you believe this was the only game of the first four um, that he actually topped 60% completion rate? So it's been a rough go. You've got the last three weeks, a total of six interceptions, taking sacks. You you get the the news Bakhtiari's done for the year. Not that at this point in his career you were banking on him for 17 games anyway uh, or giving you long stretches of effectiveness. Uh, Sad that that's where we're at. But it's time to tinker a little bit. You've got a couple of guys – in Dobbs and and in Watson that can make some plays, your your rookie tight end, but you're gonna have to get creative because if you're just expecting Love to operate out of the pocket full time, that's gonna be a no go until that run game gets back to form, and until then you're gonna stack L's. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's a it's a rough time right. I know you say, well, but they're two and three. Yeah, but your quarterback is on a three week. L- not a, on a colder. Let's, you say he's on a heater. He's on a colder. Well, let's just call it what it is. You give yeah. up 17 points in an NFL game, you better damn well win that game. Mm. 
right? I mean, that's, yeah. that that is just basic, basic. It's math or science, as Frostburg would say. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of games, you should be winning. Ooh. Let's hear from Dave Roberts. Dodgers, wow. Dodgers fall to the Diamondbacks four to two. And look, we talked about the lack of good body language from the Dodgers. The Dodgers seem lost. You see a lot of pitchers uh, when they come out of the game unhappy and not shy about letting Dave Roberts know, whether it's Kershaw, whether it's Joe Kelly, whether it's Gratterall. They don't seem to have a great vibe going on right now. They're not in a great headspace. They seem frustrated. They seem tight. All the things I didn't think they'd be coming into this playoff. And if you want to look at one play as a as a, as a an illustration of that, but I mean, besides the the pitchers getting mad every time they come out of the game. Seventh inning, the Dodgers look like they're finally getting something going. Mookie Betts gets on uh, with the error, and then Freddie Freeman comes up. And watching Freddie Freeman as much as I have, they're working him outside, and Freddie Freeman swings at a pitch that normally when Freddie Freeman is going right and he's in the right headspace – he hits that pitch the other way because it's on the outside part of the plate mm-hmm. and it's low. And this is a pitch that he hits and he doesn't try to pull it and he goes with the pitch. And that's a base hit into the gap in in left center field. But Freddie Freeman tries to pull it probably because he's frustrated, probably because he's pissed. And what does he wind up doing? Exactly what the Diamondbacks wanted. He grounds to second, double play, end of threat. Like that's what you point to one play. They finally get some Mookie Betts finally gets on base, right? The guy's Ofer. He finally gets on base, and Freddie Freeman tries to pull it and winds up grounding into a double play. That's the one play that should tell you the Dodgers are not in a great headspace and their stars are leading the way. But let's see what Dave Roberts had to say. Here was the Dodger manager meeting the media just a couple of moments ago. You, wow. you, you, you're cool. That escalated quickly. He was telling Joe Kelly he was cool. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, because Kelly was the maddest guy coming out of the game tonight. So that well, Joe was, Kelly was is Joe cool. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was angry Joe Kelly, not pouty Joe Kelly. No, like it was angry a Joe years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. You think we can do that? That's a bobblehead. Hey, no, this is angry Joe Kelly. Oh, right. You is he wearing the Joe mariachi Kelly. jacket or what? Well, how many? Okay, so I got the mariachi Joe Kelly. I got the pouty Joe Kelly. Oh, now I have, now I have angry Joe Kelly. Okay, great. Uh, now let's hear from Dave Roberts from just a couple of moments ago. Uh, let's start with Bobby. What did you see from him, and what prompted you to pull him when you did? You know, I just thought that. Uh... You know, he wasn't sharp for me. Um, I thought he was getting behind. Um, and, you know, those guys saw a lot of pitches. And, uh, you know, where we're at tonight, being down 3-0 in the first inning, and then you look at that second inning and me recalling uh, the at-bat that Pham had on him doesn't punch. And then the guy behind him and Walker, um, you know, really squared the ball up that first at-bat. So it's just one of those... I just felt, you know, at that point in time, we couldn't afford to go down um, 4-0. And, uh, you know, I wanted to give our team a chance to extend the game and uh, felt that we could prevent runs, you know, for the duration of the game. Jim. Skipper, are you more frustrated or angry? Frustrated that you showed signs of trying to get back into the thing, but, but, uh, but angry because of what happened at the end? I wouldn't say angry, um, you know. I thought all night long we had pitches to hit, and um, we just, you know, couldn't do much with them. Um, 
you know, once we got to their pen, you know, we had a, an opportunity. We cashed in on one run and we could have had a chance for a big inning, couldn't get the, uh, the hit or the situational at bat. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's certainly fight. There always has been, but, you know, it, it comes down to results, too. Jack? Dave, just you guys obviously had a lot of opportunities in the, the latter innings. How did you feel about the quality of at-bats when guys were on base? And did the pressure start to mount once you missed one opportunity and then another and then another in, in some of those innings? Um, you know, I, I didn't I didn't love the uh, the the pitch selection. Um, you know, there were some balls out of the zone and there were some uh, borderline balls or pitches that, you know, we offered at that, you know, we didn't give ourselves a chance to get into counts. And so, you know, I saw, you know, some expansion, uh, some pitches that were pitchers pitches that we, we offered at. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of that's just uh, what I saw. And um, we had opportunities, but, you know, when you get opportunities, you got to You got to cash in. Can you pinpoint why Mookie and Freddie have gotten off to as slow of a start as they have this series and sort of how they're attacking them, what they can do to be more productive? Um, you know, I, th I think that um, I think Freddie's taking good swings. Uh, he barreled two balls last night. Um, Not know, that one at bat. Uh, Mookie, I think, is just one of those. I think he's um, expanding a little bit. You know, he's really good at controlling the strike zone and, and hitting his pitches. But I think uh, the first couple games, it seems more that he's uh, being aggressive on, on pitchers' pitches. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say chasing, but but not really hitting the – swinging at the pitches that, you know, he can slug. And uh, so, you know, obviously everything's more magnified. It, it's two games, but, uh, you know, our backs are against the wall. So, um, you know, we got to make some type of adjustments, and um, we have no more margin. How daunting. I, I don't know what adjustments you make. Lance Lynn, don't give up home runs. There's your adjustment. I don't need you give to, up home runs. I need you to pitch more than uh, an inning and a third. I'm let's, sorry, an inning and two thirds. Yeah, let, right? That's the that. goal. Let's start with that. Let's start we with went me. from a third of an inning to an inning and two thirds. Let's make it out of the second inning. Let's see inning. if we can get through the third. Hey, and by the 15th or 16th game this postseason, we'll get a quality start. Yeah. <laughs> Look, again, and as we were talking about with, with our guy Steve DeSager earlier, like the, the bullpen did its job, right? Multiple yeah. arms, yep. say yep. what you will, after the, the struggles Miller had coming out after the 52 pitches in an inning and two-thirds, the bullpen combined to give up one run thereafter. They did their job. Mm -hmm. Situational hitting once again left you. And it really comes back, and I'm sure this could be another 15 questions. Let's talk more about the mentality around Mookie and, and Freeman and why, particularly with Mookie going back to last year, similar results in, in the playoffs and down the stretch. What's going on there? And then just the overall feeling in the clubhouse. I mean, we saw a couple of the reporters standing around. They all looked like they were in absolute shock. Mm -hmm. Right, the emotions coming over because you watched a 100-win year where no matter what was thrown at them, they pulled all the right strings, right? As you always complain, the rookies came up to hit 350 yeah. or pitch six shutout innings. And now all of a sudden, you're on the verge of elimination. To Dave Roberts' defense, real quickly, he's not swinging the bats, guys. No, no he is. It. He actually batted in the eighth inning. And, and what game were you watching? Well, it's all a simulator, <laughs> what? right? He's actually in the watching, dugout. Man? 
And and they, he's got you know all the electrodes hooked up like he's playing uh, Wii. I mean, Garvey grounded into a double play earlier tonight. I would have brought Nomar in. He was sitting in left field. Bill he Russell saw, made that error. Made say it tried to round the bases. He he just couldn't get there. Penguin, penguin. Uh, exit out by Fresca. Exit swollen. Don't really bad headspace for the Dodgers. It's bad everything right now. Bad body language. Oh boy, this could get really it's difficult. Ugly. Yes. Lance Lynn. The whole season is on Lance Lynn. There you go. Former White Sox Man. ace. <laughs> Let's eat. Home run champion, Lance Lynn. Home run champ. What are we eating on Wednesday when we're in here? <laughs> what are we doing uh, in celebration of Lance Lynn? 877 on Fox is the number. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Yes, we have the biggest play of the night in Major League Baseball coming your way next. Plus, we will talk about the biggest play in football this weekend. Tom Moore than at Indianapolis. The offensive wow, you actually that stopped. That was fast. Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, you've seen it. You've heard how bad the play was, but we could tell you the why. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today what was that? I was doing the ice that's a dance. I used to be able to, I used to know a lot of this dance. Did you I have the baggy pants too? Uh, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love the hammer pants. Oh sure. Light up a stage and watch a chump like a candle dance. Watch him Brees Hall run the ball against a felony. All right. The biggest play of this weekend in football is a play that may wind up going down as the play of the year simply because 
we usually don't get something like this more than once every couple of generations. Tom Moore than at Indianapolis, the offensive court. Not another butt Fork lifted him. The Miami Hurricanes lost to Georgia Tech on Saturday because all they had to do was kneel on the football yeah. one time to win. That's all you got to do. Kneel on the football to win the game. As you know by now, they did not lean on the football, <laughs> and they lost the game. Well, because when you kneel on the football, this doesn't happen. Hey, like yeah. you should not be handing this football off. Right. I don't know what Miami is doing. That's it. Well, here's Cheney, just straight ahead, tackled, and the ball popped out. You got to read the clock. I mean, read the card. I mean, to and me, Georgia Tech has it with 26 seconds left. Three to the field for King, up in the pocket, going to loop it down the field, and it is caught, and that's Rutherford. Here's King from the pocket, flush to his right with six, five, going to loop it downfield, and ball is caught, touchdown Georgia Tech, with one second to go in the ballgame, Christian Leary. ESPN on the call, <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is kneel on the football <laughs> and you win the game. But instead, Mario Cristobal and the Hurricanes, hey, we got these crazy cool black jerseys on. We're just going to run the football because we're cool. But if you're if you're going to fail, fail spectacularly. Oh, it was a spectacular fail. You don't see this more than once every generation because usually coaches get fired. And, oh, I'm not doing that again. Uh, you've spent all weekend seeing the play. You understand what a bad call it was, How how there was no excuse for it. Now, I'm going to be able to tell you exactly why, which is it's something that no one's talked about, but I'll tell you exactly why that play happened. But first, let's hear from Mario Cristobal, who tried to own it a little bit earlier today. And when the drive started, it was going to be at 157, you know, and um, we could burn about 127 off, and then it was recalibrated. It should have taken a timeout right there at the end. Thought it was recalibrated. The and, you know, we talked about two hands on the ball, but that's not good enough. Just should have told him to take any in. That's it. Fumbled the ball at 25, and they went 75 yards in two plays. So I'm not going to make an excuse for it or say you should have done this or that. That's it. You know, we should have should have done it. You know, sometimes just <laughs> get carried away with, hey, just finish the game and run it. But I should have just stepped in and said, hey, just take a knee. Yeah. I like the – I'm not going to say we should have – but we should have. But we should. I'm not saying we should. We should. Now, I can tell you exactly why. He was, he was a little evasive – which I'm sure what he's doing is I'm going to take the bullet for this because who knows if something, if a coach said something or, hey, we think we can do it, we can't do it, all this. But that's a load of crap because I'll tell you exactly why this play happened. Miami was undefeated coming into this game, right? This is they're going to win this game in a big showdown against North Carolina, who had a lot of trouble with Syracuse this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Unless they, they were going to be undefeated, right? That was it. That one play screwed Syracuse. Don't make me think about it. So we... Watch this game, and Miami, all you got to do is kneel on the ball, and it's an undefeated matchup, and you're talking about mm-hmm. two top 10 teams playing for it. Miami has not kneeled on the football all season long, despite the fact they had the ball at the end of games with leads. Their leads have been at least two touchdowns when they've had the football, but they still have not kneeled oh, on the football at all. Why does something like this happen? Because, and I love when coaches like this lose, because Mario Cristobal is one of those coaches that always wants to show you, I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm going to do something that other coaches don't do because look how smart I am. We don't need to kneel on the football. 
We're going to run. We're still going to run our offense. We're going to get our players reps, and we're going to win a game. We don't need to kneel on the football. I'm the smartest guy in the room, and I want to show you this is what sets me apart as a coach. I coach with a lot of guys like this in youth sports, and they're always trying to come up with some kind of crazy-ass thing to do to make it look like, hey, look at me. I want people to say that I'm a great coach because I'm doing these crazy-ass drills. I'm like, okay, you know what? You can put out cones and ladders and, and all kinds of stuff and had draw bullseyes on stuff. And I actually saw one coach actually drawing a bulls that you could do, all, but you can do all of that. Does it? It doesn't mean what you're doing is best for the team. And he wants to be that coach that says, "Look at what, look at what, look at how we do it. We do it differently." Much like Greg Schiano liked to do when I'm, I'm rushing the snap at the end of the game. Well, teams don't really do that. That's the way I do it. Why? Because he wanted people to think I'm the smartest coach in the room. I'm the smartest guy there is. And you watch because I'm doing all these next level things that make people go, "Wow." They make the parents of the kids go, wow, he's a great coach, or she's a great coach, or look at what they're doing, and oh my goodness, and, and I just go, I love when people like that lose. I love when they lose, because they want you, to, they want that image out there that they think they know more than you, and that I'm going to show you that, hey, we don't need to kneel on the football. Dude, kneel on the football. It's why people kneel on the football. But no, 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 I'm special. My team doesn't have to do it. That's why I love I love that they lost. And I love that he lost that way because that's what it's about. That was about hubris and about attitude and showing, look look at me. I want everybody, I want recruits, I want parents, I want coaches to say, look, boy, he just does things differently than everybody else does. And I love when teams like that lose. Yeah, I mean, with Seattle, it was more the, we're going to be the bullies, we're going to be... Uh... I still can't, even in Safe Harbor, I can't say the word. Uh, we're going to be the biggest, you know, A, fill in the blank uh, on the block. And, and that's the way he wanted to operate, right? The problem was he was also that way in the locker room, so the players didn't like him yeah. either. Yeah. So that that ended and, and burnt, uh, burnt out pretty fast. Uh, in this particular case... You know, there's some speculation about milestones. Certainly you saw the reaction of the players on the sidelines after the the fact of what what did we just do uh, with some expletives mixed therein. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today he hangs on to the ball now. Part of it, you know, that replay seemed to show he was down before the guy punched yeah. the ball out. That was general principle. But, you do something that stupid, we're going to give him the football. We're, we're, we're not whistling this dead. <laughs> nope, the ball was coming out. You're stupid. Uh, they get the ball. In fact, touchdown. I'm not even going to let him throw it. I'm just going to give him a touchdown. Yeah, and, and here, here's the best part of it, though. Because you, you had multiple chances to, to still finish this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, you know, the Buckner play. The Moisey Alou Bartman play. Oh, yeah. All of these things. Multiple chances to still take care of business, except you melt down. The quarterback for Georgia Tech, Haynes King, before that final possession, had thrown for 77 yards. (laughs) He threw for 74 on two completions, including the touchdown that won the game. Yep. In the final half minute, oh, man. play defense, all right? You lost the ball. You fumbled the ball. They still had to go 75 yards on you. Mm. No timeouts and just a few precious ticks on the clock. That's an organizational failure on multiple mm. levels. You could have picked your coach up, but you were still too <laughs> damn stunned that he didn't kneel the ball out, so you didn't respond defensively. Oh, I'll tell you, it's so much fun watching coaches like that, Liz. I remember coaching against, and the, 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 the example I was giving, I remember coaching a game in All-Stars soccer like two or three years ago, and we were playing a team, and at – in the first half, girl missed a penalty. Their best player missed a penalty. Mm-hmm. She like just sailed it over the crossbar like it happens. Sure. Halftime, what does the coach do? The coach puts out cones and a ladder and puts like makeshift bullseyes in the corner of the net. So while everybody else is 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 hanging out and and getting ready for the second half, you know, getting you know eating and, and getting ready, going over strategy, he's got her on the field. Going through cones, then stepping through a ladder and trying to kick a penalty and hit and hit a, a bullseye that he put in the corner. And I'm like, what do you think? Do you really? Do you? you, you he re, this is a guy who thinks, oh, I want all the parents watching me saying, look, look at what I'm doing to try to help this girl. All you're doing is pointing out that your best player missed a penalty and now you're punishing. You look her. like a jerk, right? Exactly. And I'm watching. <laughs> right. Going, that that's a we should be doing this drill yeah. anyway yeah. <laughs> in practice. Yeah. Not at halftime. And and Pam Pam always because I always say you know coaches like that I go I could put out I could put out uh, cones and 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 uh, and ladders and bullseyes and she's like because of that coach right I'm like yes because of that coach. <laughs> I think you put out a little trail of bullseye from Toy Story. Like, what are you doing? But yeah. that's Mario Cristobal. No, we don't need to look at us. We're in these we're in these we're in these big jerseys that we like and we don't need. To... If they knelt on the football before, I could say okay something happened. There was a miscommunication and they thought they needed. To 
to run another play or they did what what but no 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 we've never kneeled on the ball before never kneeled on it what, and and so we don't need to do it now cuz we don't need to cuz we're Miami right this is how I coach yeah and I love I love when they lost I was like yes you deserve Sounds to personal. lose and he does well cuz he stands for the coaches that I coach against to do this cuz there's lots of them in youth sports man I'll tell you uh but Watching him, I go, he's going to think about that for the rest of his life. He's going to think about that game every day because of the stakes. The stakes were, here I am, I've turned it around in Miami. My first year wasn't great, but I've turned it around, and look at us, we're undefeated. We're going to be going into a big game against North Carolina. Win or lose, hey, the U is back. And now it's, dude, you're lucky you have a job after that. You're lucky you have a job after that How game. about his players reactions on the bench? What the no, f are great. we doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's hey, you want you want you want that's what I mean. You know how to get fired really the, fast. The mutiny I guarantee comes you, together. They look through Miami look through going, "Hey, what's how much do we owe him? How much do we owe him? How much do we do we cuz I don't know the players are going to play for Well, anymore. but I mean think about it. Ex- extend it back into the Monday night football game tonight, right? Where McDaniel's has the opportunity on a fourth and two, fourth and one and a half, call it two. And goes for the Carlson 52-yard field goal, right, to make it a seven-point game. The data says that, that that's far more makeable, but Carlson normally nails about 83.5% from 50-plus in his career, now 24 of 30, that you make that decision there where most of the time you're going for it on that fourth down. And then in this moment where you can make it a seven-point game, you decide to kick the field goal, and I guess the argument he would make is, <laughs> "I thought he's going to throw it. Hey, let's try to get another. Let's reception. fake him into the line and go. Let's Maybe try. they'll go like Shianu and go uh, really hard at us when we go to try to kneel, and we can fake it. Hey, I feel bad we haven't gotten Devonte Adams a ball more against his old team. Let's throw it to him. Let's, you know what? Let's throw it in the flat. That well, way, if they the pick it off, they're really going <laughs> the Hold other my way. beers. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 